hello, 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 it is now time for another episode of Talking Bollocks. Yes, that's right. It is I, your host, Howard H. Smith. Yes, what does the H stand for, Howard? Uh, it stands for Howard. It kind of stands for H from back in the day. Um, yeah, it's kind of that. Nobody ever asks, but just in case you're wondering, there you go. Doesn't It's, you know, it stands for Howard, but the Howard's already there. Kind of pointless if you think about it. But anyway... Welcome to the Totally Not Pointless Talking Bollocks podcast. Hello, if it's your first time, strap yourself in. We're going to have some fun. Well, we'll see about that. Um, I am also the singer with UK thrash band Acid Rain. I also does stand-up as the character Keith Platt. Um, I also host the Motorhead podcast, the official Motorhead podcast, the Motorcast. The Motorcast. And I also host with a couple of comedy writing buddies. Um, we do The Reducer. You can look that up in your podcast app. Just put in The Reducer. And it's there for you to listen to if you like football. It's worth listening to. If not, then I'd pretty much not bother with that. One thing I would bother with is Patreon. That's right, patreon.com forward slash Howard H. Smith. Come join the fun. Now, there is a link in the description of this podcast, wherever you're listening to it. You can click on that link that says support podcast Patreon, and it will take you to the podcast Patreon, funnily enough, where you can sign up and you get a two-hour radio show, you get a live podcast on Zoom once a month, you get this podcast early, you get the opportunity to submit questions to upcoming guests. It is a real bargain, especially if you are in the States, because it's $6. And at the moment, $6 of your money has never been worth so many pounds. So, yeah, just wade on in wherever you are and join the fun. So, what are we doing today? Well, as you'll have already seen, um, got quite an interesting interview coming up, but I'm, I'm going to go into that further. Um, first up, it's the news. It's always the news, isn't it? What has been happening in the world of metal since last we spoke? Well, not a massive amount. I'm, I'm not going to go too much on about the news at the moment because there is kind of like, well, there's, there's, there's other stuff um, to talk about as well. So anyway, first up, first story was discovered on YouTube from the Taylor Hawkins tribute gig. And it is the, it is basically Foo Fighters playing my hero from the debut Foo Fighters album and it's Shane Hawkins on drums Taylor Hawkins son and if this if that doesn't move you watching that clip then you are dead inside it it just absolutely blew me away I was welling up with tears almost instantly I mean it is just an incredible 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 um, things to witness. So I am going to put a, um, a, a a link there in the podcast so you can have a listen to it and see what I was going on about and then abuse me on social media for, um, for uh, admitting to feeling emotions about the Foo Fighters. I mean, because, yeah, they are, to be fair, they are a bit of a meh band for me, but this was an exceptional moment. So anyway, anyway, other than that... Um, I thought it was very interesting. Frank Bellow, 
explains Anthrax tour cancellation. It was three times the original budget. There goes Blabbermouth again, giving you everything you need to know in the headline. You see, that is the thing, I think, with clickbait, the danger of it. Sometimes the clickbait is so is so clicky-baity. There's no need to click because what more would you need to know? Frank Bellow explains Anthrax's European tour cancellation. It was three times the original budget. Well, you, you, I mean, that is literally it, isn't it? That is it. Instead, what we get is this huge article, as always, you know, massive amount of padding from um, Blabbermouth. So, you know, Anthrax's latest album, For All Kings, which features Joey Belladonna, I don't know why it says that, came out in uh, on 2016 via Nuclear Blast. And it's like, yeah, we know, but they've, yeah, they've just wedged all of that stuff in there again making it you know it's like when they it's like when they do a story about um cliff burton or something like that on um on blabbermouth and at the bottom of the story they'll say burton was a bass player with metallica who was uh, killed in a bus crash and you're thinking really is anyone reading this article that doesn't already fucking know that i mean maybe 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 i'm just being an a dick because I was around at the time and all the rest of it. But anyway, no need to read you any. Well, I'll read you a little bit of it because, you know, um, basically says um, uh, um, when it, when it was time. Uh, when was the last time we cancelled the European tour? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, we budgeted it last year, came back to this year, and with with the gas lines and all that shit going on, it was three times the budget. Um, and if we if we'd have gone, we'd have gone into a bad deficit. All deficits are bad, dear boy. And the promoters are saying, it doesn't make sense for you guys to do it. The buses, just life in general, it's horrible. We were able to salvage the UK. Yay! But people know us. They know we'll be back. We love it there. I can't wait to go back. It's just a bummer that life is in the way of metal. Ah, never mind. I know what he means. So there you go. I mean, yeah, there was really no... There was nothing there, was there? There was nothing in the article. I warned you right there at the top, didn't I? And then, despite myself, I still went and read the article. And it was fucking pointless, wasn't it? Now, I love coming to this article. September the 24th, this article is dated, okay? That is some days ago, to, to give you an idea of when I'm recording this. Um, I, you know, obviously, I have no idea when you're listening to it, uh, dear boy or dear girl, but uh, anyway, enjoy. Um, thrash metal pioneers and metal icons Megadeth were presented with plaques to commemorate the Recording Industry Association of America certification for platinum sales of 1992's Symphony of Destruction and the gold status of 1986's P-Cells, But Who's Buying? And 1990's Holy Wars, The Punishment Due. Due. The presentation was held on August the 24th, blah, 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 right? Yeah, that's right. You heard me. Symphony of Destruction, Peace Sells But Who's Buying, and Holy Wars The Punishment Due. Yeah, that's right. An album Megadeth have never released. And there they are, stood in the picture, holding Symphony of, De Symphony of Destruction, Peace Sells But Who's Buying, and Rust In Fucking Peace. Because there is no album called Holy Wars, The Punishment Due. But it's blabbermouth, isn't it? So September the 24th, there's the article. And it still remains incorrect. But they don't give a shit, do they? Hey, I mean, am I just being a fucking twat? But I, it's just like, 
you know, this is supposed to be, this is supposed to be like the metal website. Well, I, well, the, the metal news website. If you can't get album titles right, what's the fucking point? Seriously, what is the point? I, when I saw when I when I saw that I thought I, I don't even know why I clicked on it but anyway you know I'm getting all out of my bed about nothing aren't I really but yeah whatever so um, yeah looks like Sharon and Ozzy are going to be back on TV soon doing more reality bollocks that is uh, that is just amazing to me it really is why Ozzy would put himself through all of that stuff again I I just I don't know I just I just honestly don't know. Um, and there was also some great, uh, been some great articles on um, uh, on uh, on Dio from the, from the sort of launch of the uh, of the movie that's not been launched of his life, but just Tony Iommi saying that, you know, how much he loved his fans and you know what what a top guy he was with you know to work with and just basically what a really cool guy. Speaking of which, there's also a documentary on the way about Nick Menza, former Megadeth drummer. So, um, executive producer, director and editor, well, she's taken on the whole thing, hasn't she? Holly Mollahan from Screaming Butterfly Entertainment stated in a video, um, we've been working really hard traveling across the country, getting interviews out in LA, Seattle and Florida, collecting all the awesome stories about Nick that I can't wait to share with all of you. Right now we're in the post-production phase, editing interviews and putting all the topics together. She added, I'm trying to make a complete film and she's go and it's going along very well. There's a lot of footage and a lot of great stories that will be very interesting to hear. I'm excited to make this film for the Menza family, for all the fans, and look out for the complete film at the beginning of next year sometime. Go to thiswasmylifefilm.com for more information. So there you go. Thiswasmylifefilm.com not the snappiest of web addresses, but hey, she's doing something that's very, very cool. I doubt there's any fucking money in it. So, you know, I just praise for that lady. Good honor. Um, you know, we, we've got, we, we haven't got enough metal documentaries about metal musicians out there, basically, have we? You know, living and dead. We need more documentaries, basically. Simple as that. Um, so yeah, let's let's do a little bit more, shall we? On um, yeah, I I haven't watched the official trailer for Sharon Osbourne's To Hell and Back documentary series, um, titled Sharon Osbourne to Hell and Back. The four-part program will feature a candid and um, heartfelt look into Os uh, into Osbourne's personal and professional life, highlighting how she found herself in the crosshairs of the cancel culture movement after exiting CBS's The Talk. So in other words, it's a shameful attempt to try and get her story across about being on The Talk, that fucking horrible show in the States, yada, yada, yada. I shouldn't really be giving it airtime, so I'm not going to. That's the end of that. Right. Next story is about somebody I know, um, and that is um, Anthony Abaddon Bray. That's right. Um, legendary Venom drummer who has um, revealed earlier this week that he has been diagnosed with lymphoma and has started chemotherapy. Um, he took to his Facebook page to say, I noticed a mass, uh, a mass growing on the side of my neck in July 2022. I thought it was maybe an insect bite as I live near the sea and it was a hot month here. 
The mass grew bigger, nursed by my wife Rachel. I went to see my GP who reassured me it was most likely not cancer because cancerous lumps don't come up overnight usually. Rather, they take a longer time to grow. However, she referred me to the Freeman Hospital in Newcastle to a specialist who reiterated her thoughts on the speed of my growth. He did some tests, then sent me straight away for a biopsy. I had three samples taken and then went back to see my specialist who said that sadly it was lymphoma, a cancer of the blood. He sent me immediately for a CT scan and an MRI scan, which showed that I also had cancer in my bowel and lower intestinal tract. He decided therefore to not operate on my neck, but to refer me to haematology at Wandsbeck Wonsbe- uh, uh, Hospital in Ashington. They decided on six cycles of chemotherapy, which I started yesterday. I will also be referred back to Freeman Hospital for radiotherapy after a few bouts of chemotherapy. None of this will break me. Fuck cancer. And um, that sounds like the Tony I, I, I know. And um, not that he'll be listening, but I mean, he's a top bloke, Tony. I've always had a... I just laughter springs to mind whenever um, I think of him whenever we meet up wherever it is we always have such a laugh he is such a brilliant guy and such a top bloke and I, I I've told this story many times but um, he was tour manager on the very first tour I did he was tour manager nuclear assault and um, he was on the tour bus and he saw me walking through Camden and he said excuse me mate have you been to the gig? And I was like, yes, the Camden Electric Ballroom. And he goes, would you mind jumping on the bus and directing us to there? Because we're having, we're having trouble getting to it. I was like, yeah, no problem. So I gave him directions. And um, he turns around to me as we get nearer the venue and says, uh, well, because uh, he's a Geordie and I have to do the, I have to do the accent. Well, uh, if you're lucky, like, um, you might, uh, might be able to pop you on the guest list for tonight if, you, if you'd like that and you get to meet the lads. And, uh, and I turned around and I said, actually, um, I'm I'm the lead singer in um, in the support band Acid Rain. Um, I, th- I think this actually this might be our tour bus. <laughs> and he just looked at me like, "Oh, you're fucking joking." <laughs> and yes, that was in 1988, ladies and gentlemen. And there has not been a time since that when I bumped into Tony, I I haven't raised the subject. Honestly, I'm just laughing because I'm remembering the last time I saw him and, and, and we did exactly that. So anyway, Tony, if you're listening or if anybody who knows Tony is listening, please give him my best. Um, and if anybody can kick it in the balls, it's it's Tony Bray. It really is. And, and, and speaking of which, um, I don't want to delve too personal, uh, but in my life, um, there is also... Um, this hideous disease raising its head and um, for anybody out there who's currently dealing with a diagnosis or dealing with family or friends with a diagnosis you have my absolute heartfelt sympathy I know what it's like going through it myself at the moment and um, yeah it ain't fun so hang in there and uh, let's all beat this thing together if we can so that kind of kind of moves the word nicely springs to mind but that's the wrong word it it moves us on to today's interview now if you're the kind of person who reads the interview description then you'll know who kevin corbeal is um kevin is drummer with a band called crawling through uh tartarus now crawling through tartarus were the subject of real unwanted um uh, headlines earlier this year um, in, in April 
Um, I'm, I'm reading for a new site. A tragic event took place during a live performance from Crawling Through Tartarus. Gunfire broke out, leaving one dead and four injured, including um, the vocalist of the band performing Crawling Through Tartarus, Matt Huselboog, who was hit in the leg, shattered his tibia and fibula. Now, there will be a link to um, uh, Matt's GoFundMe page. And as you will hear, as the, as the interview expands, we we start talking about the events of that night now i reached out to the band not long after the incident and we kept in touch on instagram and it was i mean we i, I talk about all of this in the interview but i you know i wasn't ambulance chase chasing as as a brit i just wanted to speak to somebody who'd been in a situation like that which was just unbelievable um this interview um, I'm not going to say I. I'm not going to say I. I enjoy, well, I did. I enjoyed doing it, but that sounds wrong to say. It was. It was. Um. It was a cathartic experience for us both, and and I and I definitely want to get. Um. I definitely want to get the guys back on again. Um. In fact, get Kevin and and possibly Matt on as well. Um. And stay in touch with them, and because this should never happen to anyone. And it's quite a horrific story. So now you've been warned, sit back and um, have a listen to myself and Kevin Corbeil. Kevin, I'm, I really apologise for the pronunciation of your surname. Um, it, it, I, I mean, you know, it, Corbeil, Corbile, I'm really not sure. But this is Kevin and I having a chat a few weeks ago. Kevin, um, thank you for for coming on the podcast. We finally made it. Finally, I know we had a yeah. couple of issues getting here. <laughs> well, uh, to be to be fair, I think I stood you up once, so like my bad. No, I apologize about that. I had uh, computer issues too for about like a month and a half. I had computer issues, right? So, uh, really wasn't super great. I had no audio and. Yeah, it's driving me crazy. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that does that does suck. Um, and you buy a computer, you you try to get it to work great, and it works, and then it doesn't, and then yeah. it's like the nightmare of you. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so yeah, we've been we've kind of been messaging since April, since since this the the horrific incident happened, and um, yeah, and you know, obviously, it's a few months down the line now, but I would imagine that you're you know, you're still very much feeling, feeling the effects. Yeah. Yeah. We're, uh, we're still pretty hit by the, uh, incident. I mean, we're not able to do anything. We had a couple of shows that were lined up prior to the ha happening and, uh, all, you know, everything for the rest of the year basically got canceled. We, yeah. uh, we put all of our time just making sure that, you know, Matt, our vocalist is good he's got what he needs and he's got help. Yeah. And, uh, Basically, album. You know, we put a lot of time back into the album. We were, we just started it. I think April first, we put right. the deposit down, and we had just started, just little processes. And then, as soon as all this happened, our producer was like, "Uh, you, you chill out. It's cool. <laughs> we'll figure yeah. this out. Like, take your time." Yeah. But I feel like me and AJ, our guitar player, we kind of just needed somewhere to just do like go. You know. Yeah. So. uh yeah. We put a lot of time into the album and 
pre-pro has been going good and you know shit like that that helps that helps as well (laughs) with the feeling of um uh achievement you know you're, you're still able to do something you're you know you're not yeah you're not completely paralyzed although it is and matt's frustrating. you know his headspace is pretty good he's not um he's not super down about what happened you know he it's just you know taking it day in day out you know I'm, I, he's glad to be home with his kids and his wife and put everything behind us and just step forward presumably he's at home he's at home with his wife kids and a massive medical bill Ah, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, we uh we just got the bill. It's it's pretty high. Um, uh, yeah. Even with insurance, you know, it's it, sure. it was pretty up there. How much? If you don't mind me asking. Um, I think it was like just shy of a hundred thousand. If, oh, if but yeah. I I gotta I gotta double check. I don't know exactly, but I'm, it was pretty high, like extremely yeah. high. So you I mean, know where? How does the how does the how does the average family? cope with that uh, i don't know man I, I wouldn't say we're any of us are average <laughs> by, <laughs> by any means but uh uh i know what you mean they're they're strong you know his wife's really strong and uh yeah. his kids are still kind of young you know i think so they're still unsure of what happens you know they're not totally like we haven't fully disclosed you know kind of they're still too, way too young but yeah. um yeah. I think that's kind of a helpful thing too, because it was summertime. The kids that you know, it was just coming out, so the one kid was barely in school and was just getting out. So the last three months, it's like everybody's been home, haven't had to rush about school or anything. Right. Um, right. I feel like that's been kind of helpful, you know, and you know, just him being able to be there with his kids is just yeah. mentally, you know, just game yeah, changer. That's- that's it. That's some serious therapy, right there. Family therapy. And you were saying yeah. that he's um, you were saying he's 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 off crutches. No, no, no. He's no. uh, he won't be off any assisted walking for a while, probably six months. Um, wow. He can put weight on his leg, but he yeah. there it's he can't walk on it. There's no like physical, like he can stand on it, kind of you know, and put a little pressure on it. But yeah, um. Like the bone is starting to kind of heal, but I mean, there's so much that from here yeah. to there that can happen. So we're not, yeah. I want to say we're out of the clear, but given the injury and how bad it was, we're still not kind of out of the clear, you know, we're yeah. just taking it day by day. And sure. his doctor did tell him, you know, I don't want to see you for two months. So we'll wait and see how the progress is for there. Yeah. And that's it. It's time, isn't it? You know, that's, that's yeah. the only thing you can't rush these things. <laughs> there's no way you can speed it up. It's just time. And, you know, when when he, you know when he's ready and fit well you know he's 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 going to be more concerned about being able to walk again before he can get in front of a mic i would have thought uh, uh i don't you know i i think so too but i think he understands it's going to take some time for his leg to be done and healed yeah. and ready and the doctors everybody's told him it's going to be as a while you know his his brother and this is kind of funny but his brother had a similar injury but on a different incident Right. Um, okay. And uh, it's it's almost the same injury, but the other leg, and it's kind of crazy. Like it's like, dude, you got the same break as your brother. Like it's just, <laughs> it's kind of, you know. And he, he, but his injury took about a year for him to be able to walk again, and it was fairly right. similar. So we're right. we're well, looking at about vocals, a year. He can do vocals sitting down, right? Yeah, he's itching. He's itching That's to get awesome. in. You know, I was just there yesterday. We were working through some lyrics for the new stuff, and. 
He was just like, we need to get this done so I can I can get in there. I don't care if I got a pre-pro. I don't care if I got to do the full thing. Like, we just got to, I want to go. I want to do the vocals. And I was like, yeah, yeah it's cool, man. It was funny stories. Like, after the incident happened, after whatever, you know, we got him to the hospital. I got in there. I wasn't able to get in to see him until about 7 or 6 in the morning, something like that. And the first, like, five words out of his mouth was, we're still doing the album. And I just kind of <laughs> like... I was like, oh, this fucking guy, man. Like, I'm yeah. pretty sure the album is the last of my concern right now. You're kind of, yeah. he had like fixtures and stuff attached to his leg. And I was like, dude, if that's what you're thinking of right now, then let's go. Like, at least you you're know, you in the what? right There's, mind. You know, everybody, every band member in the world who's listening to this will uh, will have reacted in the same way that either laughing or nodding or whatever, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, uh, yeah, that's about it. It's just, course. It was so uncanny to hear, though. Like, I'm just like, are you good? Are you okay? Trying to see if he's all right. And, like, he just, like, very first thing, he looked at me in the face and he said, we're still doing this album. It's like, <laughs> oh, shit. That's <laughs> so oh, when, you man. know, a producer hits us up and he's like, hey, man, take any all the time you need. I'm like, well, uh, yeah. we're good, kind of. I mean, like, let's yeah. start getting it finished and move on. But that's, I mean, But it's a great idea because, in, I mean, you know, we all know about enforced time off the road, COVID and everything. Um, you've got more enforced time off the road. So yeah, you know, do what you can, you know, do what you can do, which is I, you know, yeah. ideally is an album. Um, and by the time the album process is done and recorded and mixed and mastered and everything else, um, you know, your man's going to be up and walking around and. Yeah. That's kind of what we're hoping. That's why we give it like a eight yeah. months to a year time frame, And I'm yeah. going to try to do some videos and, excuse me it's a couple other things prior to release that way it's like we don't have to stress and when we release the music we can do a little show yeah and uh you know so you basically you're going to kind of dovetail the release with 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 his recovery yeah yeah yeah, yeah so we, when... we have to like i, I would hate yeah. to like release music and then be like oh well, we need you guys to play here or play here we want you to play here it's like well we can't yeah, <laughs> yeah or or even worse it's like well like you know we can but uh, we're not sure when it, it could yeah. pos possibly be at some time in the next three months. It might be longer than that, by which point, like no one's interested. And and then the hard thing is like, say we kind of rush it and maybe his leg isn't fully healed and we damage yeah. something. And, yeah. you know, one of our other members or my drummer, Xander, his, uh, his ankle was pretty, pretty held on by screws too. So. You know, we we're not a stranger to injury in the camp. I, but... I was, was going to say, fuck me, dude. I don't ever want to meet you. <laughs> no, something's, something's going to happen to me. <laughs> I don't know. It, it just this is pre pre him joining the band, though. I think. Oh, had, right. Like, okay. That's he had like I mean. a car accident, like a a year and a half prior to the band joining. So, right. But um, we just you know we we know that it takes time to heal, and yeah, you know, it, it's just we're still kind of like, what the fuck. Well, that's, do you, do you know what? Do you know what? What the fuck is exactly what I was kind of, the route I was going to go down next? Because it's like, you know, we've we've spent a lot of time talking about the one person who was physically yeah. injured in this within the band. But <clears throat> as a Brit, um, and having played thousands of shows over the years, I cannot even imagine what it's like to play a show that, where there's a shooting involved, and and not only going through that experience, but the shit that it leaves behind with you as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's hard. 
Yeah, there's a, you know, we're still trying to process certain things and, you know, we were all like, I don't, I don't know if it was necessarily directed at us, but we were just dead center in the crossfire of whatever was happening. I mean, dude, dude, dude uh, how many releases have you got out? Uh, with music releases? Yeah. Um, we have about, we had a two song that we dropped singles cause yeah. we had a bit of an issue and then we dropped an EP yeah. in January. Yeah, and we're gonna dude, do a full album now. And, dude, uh, you've done some singles and an EP. You have definitely not done enough to worth being shot at. Yeah, I, I <laughs> you, know? you know, we all come from other bands too, but it's more like, you know, local area stuff. And yeah, yeah. Um, we, I've never actually played the venue. You know, buddies, like, hey, we're doing a show, come play. And we, you know, we get there and we're kind of like, uh, this is kind of a weird, sketchy bar. Maybe we should just stick to ourselves. You know. Ah, right. So, so like. Right at the get go, there was a. This is a got a funny feeling about it. Do you yeah. look, do you look back now and think that, or at the time were you all kind of? Oh like, yeah. Hang on. To to look back on it, it's just like, uh, you know, there was signs all over the place like, "Don't do this shit. You're dumb. Don't do this shit." But like we, we were like, "Hey, we're gonna play the show. It's gonna be awesome. We've never played here." You know, walking around, there was already yeah. there was multiple bands that had already played, so we we're like, "Oh, this is cool little vibe." You know, everybody's chilling. There's like. None of our friends showed up. We had like a bunch of people invited, <laughs> and just nobody fucking showed up. Wow! And, right, and uh, yeah, there was it. like forty, but there was about fifty, forty people in this tiny little packed space. You know, we're like, wow, I don't know any of these people, but it's fucking packed in here, so this is gonna be fun. We're loading our gear up and stuff, and nothing really was off hinge. I mean, mm. it was just. It's you know the same routine. Load your gear in, get yeah, your stuff yeah. set up. Just you know, you're not really looking at everybody else. You're kind of just like, don't touch my guitar, don't touch my amp, don't touch my rack. Like, yeah. I got this. You know, you're yeah, really yeah. marking your brain, marking your, sp- marking your space like a wolf. This is where our gear is. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Do not so come within this barrier. Exactly. And we, being the band right up next, we had like preloaded some of the gear, so we were just yeah. waiting for everybody to start slapping in. And uh, I think like 90 seconds into our first song, we heard this loud pop and we have in-ears. So like, you know, we we weren't sure what it was. I was like, oh, somebody like we had some amp issues prior to playing the set. One of our the guy had the other issues it was just static and problems. So we we're like, what the fuck was that? I looked over and uh, I was like, surely the amp blew up. Like I'm about to look back and just see fire from the amp or like the speaker on the ground or like just something crazy, you know, I'm looking at the guys. It's like, what what the fuck was that? Like everybody's looking at me like, I don't know what the hell is happening. And then I just started, I saw flashes from behind everybody, like the muzzle flash. And I was just kind of standing there like, what is going on? Holding my guitar, just kind of like frozen. And then like I smelled the gunpowder and I was like, oh, I need to fucking run. Like this is go time. I beelined it a different direction. Everybody else kind of went out the back door behind the drummer. I didn't even think about that. I was just facing like this way and just body went this way. Yeah. I went into a room and kind of just tried to like kick out and hide and try to find another way out. And I couldn't. And then, so I peeked my head out and just saw the chaos. And I was like, I didn't see anything actively happening. So I was like, I need to go. Like, I, I can't be here. I need to just fucking leave. So I ran out of the room. We have back, like not backtracks, but like synthesizers and weird effect noises and stuff and behind our stuff. 
and that was happening. Some like pre-programmed base drop, base drops and stuff. So that never stopped. So as the chaos is ensuing, all of this crazy stuff is just happening. Sure. You know. Yeah. So we're kind of just like freaking out, like what the fuck is going on? So I, at this point, I have no idea any of us are hit. Like, I just assume everybody got out the back door and I got, I had to just trying to find my way out to my guys. Like what the fuck is going on? I need to find them so we can leave. Uh, I get out there after I kicked the door super hard and fucking got out. And that's when I made contact with our guys and I seen him on the floor and he was screaming and then he throws his phone at me and says, call my fucking wife. They're already calling ambulance, 911. I don't know what's going on. My drummer's there, bass player's there. Bass player's pulling his belt off and giving it to the drummer. They're turning, kidding homie's leg. Uh, I call his wife like, hey, don't freak out. But yeah. um, something happened and we got to get back to the hospital right now. My ambulance is coming. And it was just like a surreal phone call. Like, because I called her yeah. and she didn't answer. And then she just started blowing me up. Like she was like, there, you don't call me. What the fuck is going on? Like, I never talked to you. Why are you calling me? And I was just like, Oh God damn, this is bare or bad news. You know? And like, I didn't, I was like, Oh, this is bad. So she ended up coming out, um, told her not to, but she ended up coming out anyway. And, uh, honestly, had she not, we'd probably still be stuck there. Like, cause we weren't able to leave. <laughs> All our gear was still on set. My keys were in my gearbox. So right. like, I was like, "Hey, let me just grab my fucking keys so I can leave." And they're like, "Nope, out of the bar. Everybody fucking leave." I'm like, "I can't. Like, where am I supposed to go? Like, I, I can, my car, my car keys and my house keys were in the van that I rented, and the van that I rented keys were in the gearbox locked up." And I was like, "Dude, I'll just watch me grab the keys. Like, I'm trying to fucking leave." And he's like everybody leave and i was like dude oh my god this is straight chaos so like i'm trying to navigate all the people and just everybody's trying to get kicked out and like i'm with these guys like i'm like trying to like make sure he's good and the ambulance picked there's a couple other people that got hit too you know like yeah yeah uh, so and, and it wasn't just somebody, us and somebody um somebody died as well yeah somebody did pass um so i mean it was i think it was five people in total that got hit or passed one passed and four got hit yeah um so i mean it was a pretty hectic scene there was a cops everywhere all night for hours and i mean we, we i couldn't even get in to the place to grab our stuff until about 4 30 the next day afternoon so for having at about nine at night that, that night before so for about like 14 hours 15 hours i, I we still weren't allowed back in and that whole time I didn't, you know, I was, didn't, I think I got 48 hours. I was awake trying to deal with everybody and curve any, any phone calls that anybody else would have to deal with and be the, like the brunt of it. Yeah. I was tired, man. I got like an hour of sleep in the car and just, yeah. it was, it was like not even, not even like I wanted to sleep. It was my body just kind of like passed out for an hour and then I woke back up to all this chaos still. I was like, dude. Yeah. And the thing is, is why, why, why you're being kind of, why, why you're trying to handle all of that as well, and why, and why you're handling everything, you, you, you're not getting a chance to process it. All, no. all you're getting a chance to do is just parrot back at people what yeah. you've just seen, but you still can't. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it actually processed me for, I don't know, probably about a week or two after the actual scene. I had time to, 
I, I think I went to work and I drive for a living. So I'll, I went to work and just sitting in the truck by myself for like, I don't know. I, I think I went to Texas and back or something and just, you know, you, your, your brain goes to wild places. Now that I look back, I was like, I probably shouldn't have been working. My brain was like, not, <laughs> yeah, not here, you know, but yeah. Um, yeah, when you like you said, when you get sit down to time to process stuff, I mean, like we're yeah. still going through some of this shit, you know. Like, I think I probably cool. blacked out about ten seconds. Like, I don't remember what I did with my guitar. I was like trying to figure out. I remember asking the officer, I was like, "Hey, I I don't remember where I put my guitar. Is there is there a guitar in there?" And he was like, "Oh, dude, there's guitars everywhere in there." Oh, <laughs> I was <God>. like, "Fuck." <laughs> Uh, I was like, that doesn't help me, but thank you. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think, uh, but I think in in like in high stress moments like that, it's. It, I, I mean, I've been involved in a few. I don't think anything quite as stressful as that. But I, I think sometimes there is a case where you, your mind, it, you, the reason you can't remember it is that you yeah. literally there is no memory of it because you are surviving on reflex. Yeah. It was fight, straight fight, fight or flight. Or flight. Yeah, yeah, my adrenaline was pumped. <laughs> like once the the primer smell hit my nose, my adrenaline was so pumped up. I don't think I yeah. remember. Like I remember what happened after I got in the room, but I had my guitar on me. I was like, "What the fuck happened to my guitar?" Like I don't remember if I just ditched it or if I threw it or come yeah. to find out the next day, put it in my fucking case. I like <laughs> like I I like stashed it in the case and then ditched into the room. Dude, what the fuck was I thinking? Like my brain was just like off. Jesus. Uh, now that that is somebody who loves their guitars. I mean, if Fuck, you do, if you don't throw a guitar down when someone's shooting at you, you make sure it's put away in your box, dude. You I, you you, I are, guess. you are special. <laughs> I don't remember doing it though. Like, like I said, I was like the next yeah. day we walked to go in. I was fucking the first one in the room. Like I ran in the room and they're like telling me you gotta leave, you gotta go out the other way. I was like, I'm in here already. I'm taking my shit. I'm leaving. So we ended up going back out and talking to the guys and stuff. But I was like, I was already in there, dude. I'm trying to fucking go. Like, I did find it immediately, though. And it was, like I said, sitting on the pool table, case shut, guitar in the case. I was like, what the fuck did I do? <laughs> that, <laughs> I, yeah, that's insane. <laughs> but it's, it's funny you mentioned about the primer smell, though. It's like, it, you know, people often say the, 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 the um, smell and taste are two of the, power of, two of the most powerful triggers of memory. Yeah, and, it, and it, you know what I mean. You 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 deep down, you totally know what that smell is, and you know, yeah. and your brain makes the association of what the fuck's going on. Yeah, once it clicked, I was it was just go time, like get the fuck out of there. And like going back to grab the gear was sketchy because you know we we go in to look at like where we were standing basically, and I have my gearbox and just around me. It's just bullet holes around the walls and the roof and shit. It's just like, had I moved, I may have been shot too, you know, or like, I think there was like 12 shots shot, something like that. Maybe more. I don't know. It's hard to count, but, uh, dude, they were all around us. So I don't know how, yeah. how any of us else didn't get hit besides him. You know, and I think he may have been hit off like a ricochet bullet or something. I mean, it was just chaos oh, yeah straight chaos and the thing is I, I mean like you say you know you, it's fight or flight initially and then it's like what you know where are my buddies where's my family 
you know? Yeah. It was get out of the building and then find my, my guys, you know, yeah. that was like my brain compartmentalized and I just, yeah. it, I didn't care what else was happening. It was get out, find my guys, get the fuck out of there. And, yeah. uh, between get, find my guys and get the fuck out of there. We had another issue and it was, Oh shit. Now we got to handle this. And yeah. so, yeah. um, come to find out at the doctors, they, uh, they said, had we not tourniqueted his leg, he would have either lost it or uh, lost his life, given the uh, wow. They clipped they clipped an artery somewhere in his leg. What? Oh, so, yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's that's fucking. Bad yeah, on, on top of the massive break from yes. both the bones, yeah. uh, it, it clipped an artery. So, so that's, um, so that's that, that's like, but yeah, basically that's you die from lack of lack of blood. Yeah, blood I mean, he. We didn't. I mean, he was wearing pants, so I mean, I didn't really see a lot of blood leaking. But I mean, you can't see some of that sometimes, you know. Mm, and yeah. I'd be given, I was trying to deal with calling his wife. They were tourniqueting his leg already, so I mean, my my drummer is a security guard, so he's already got you know medical training and and like called act. He, he's he was quick to to do that. I don't like yeah. I everybody like a prayer props to that dude, man. He he shut his brain off and he went to work and he fucking. He, he straight up probably saved his life. And, uh, wow. I mean, it's just, you know, I couldn't have asked for anybody else, like the any better people in the band, because had we not all been working together like that, it would have been even more chaos. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Do you know what? That's probably the only drummer that deserves never to have drummer jokes told to them. Oh God, I can't even ever talk shit to him ever again. No, like he's, he's he's immune from criticism <laughs> forever, isn't he? It's like yeah. whatever you want to do, man. Like you go yeah, do yeah. it. Just have yeah. fun, man. I, uh, yeah, I could just see doing gigs <laughs> down the road. And you're like, do, do you think that was a little fast? I saved his fucking life. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe he may. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He may pull that card one day. We never know. <laughs> yeah, well, I uh, you gotta tell me if he does. Um, uh, but uh, I mean, if you don't, if you don't mind me saying so, there's a, I mean, there's a very good chance. Not that I, I'm a psychologist or anything, but I would imagine there's a very good chance that 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 all of you to have 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 got um a bit of PTSD. Really, um, you know, it's it's, it's yeah. a traumatic thing you went through. Yeah, no, uh, I would be lying to you if I said no. <laughs> You know, okay. I mean, there's been flashbacks and uh, random disassociative moments and stuff like that. So, like, yeah, I would be totally lying if I said, no, nah, we're good. You know, but, you know, who's to say one person is going to heal faster than another or yeah. take take years? Like, I'm pretty sure that first show may be a little sketchy for us, you know? Like, we may have jitters and nerves and, it, you know, I'm not denying that it may be harder to get back on stage from this point. But, uh everybody seems okay with it and they're they're willing to move forward because we already had this conversation and so we're we're gonna see what happens and that must have been but there's 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 a real conflict there as well isn't there because there's like can't wait to get back and he can't wait to get back on stage and playing shows again and kind of can wait to get back yeah <laughs> <playing> shows again <laughs> There's yeah, it's like a double edged knife. Like we yeah. want to, but like there is also the nerve and the uh just the that ball in the pit of your stomach that you just yeah. know, like you never know now, you know, like who's to say, you know? Yeah. That was yeah. just some random place, you know, random bar, who knows where it yeah. could be else, you know? And then so 
I kind of went to a couple of shows. So I had some tickets for some shows already lined up. So I was, I was like, oh, I can't leave the tickets go to waste. And my other buddies like, hey, come out to this show. We got tickets for you. So I was like, well, let me try to just go to a few shows. And like yeah, the very first one was uh, was the Thy Art is Murder after the burial. They came through L.A., San Diego or Santa Ana. And walking up and just seeing the massive uh, security gates with the fucking metal detectors, I was just like, ah, I feel so good right now. Like, you have no idea how great this feels. <laughs> I got through and they beeped on me and I was just like, assume the position, just do what you will. Like, I, this is awesome. You don't even understand right now. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. even know. Yeah, so they, they've never had anyone more happy to be frisked, <laughs> dude. I was ready to go. I was like, do what you had to do, man. Like, I don't know what beeped, but figure it out. Like, do yeah. your job. Let me see you do this job right. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. and then I went to another show that wasn't as security, and like that one, I walked in the bar and I was like, fuck this place. And I just kind of walked <laughs> into the back and just stayed back there. I was like, I'm not going in the bar i'm not drinking it's like sorry guys like i'll watch the bands from out here uh, yeah yeah i mean it's look it's it, it, <laughs> it, it you know it might take it might take years it might be worse it might be worse going to shows than playing shows you just you just don't know do you yeah um, why well, I, I do sound too like i'll, I'll set up my speakers around right. the board and stuff so i've had to like couple people like hey we need you guys we need to do some sound like it's like ah fuck all right and i go to the shows and i'm running the board and people walk up to me like dude you're you're that guy like you're then that band i'm like yeah yeah what's up dude and like why are how are you here i'm like i they asked me and i wanted to make a couple bucks i mean i don't know maybe it helps maybe it doesn't yeah uh but it's like I'm stressed out all night when I do shows. It's just like running the board, running cables, any issues. I'm just like sweating all fucking night, even if it's cold. It's like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, the board. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well, that's something interesting. The 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 fact that 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 you know you've got a bit of notoriety. I mean, you know, here I am in London having a chat with you. Yeah, no, would, you know, which wouldn't happen. And that and that, and that's kind of cool. But that situation you talked about there. Like I felt uncomfortable for you, you yeah. know. That's that's not that's kind of ske sketchy to use a word you use. Yeah, I mean, like, and some of them may have just been like associates or people that I have been, you know, because I've been doing whatever shows in these little venues for a while, and and maybe they just know me from a band. Maybe they were in another band that I did sound for or something. I kind of just know a few people around here, and so mm -hmm. sometimes, like, I was in that L.A. I think House of Blues. And somebody was like, "Hey, you're that guy." <laughs> like, oh shit! <laughs> like, wow. Uh oh. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. It's like, and then I was, I was hanging out with some of my friends. Just like, shit, dude. Yeah, it's That's like random. I, yeah, yeah. It's like I, I, I was hoping that I would achieve a certain level of fame through my music career, but not, not from this that, way. Though. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, like shit. We wanted to be like noticed, but not that way. Like, that's yeah. not how we wanted anything. Yeah. And and how's it been? And was there was there initially? I would imagine that like you had local news channels, all the rest of it. There's everybody is after yeah. you, and, and then there was and, a couple. It, it kind of drops off quite quickly. Um, well, there was a yeah, exactly, really fast. We had yeah. a couple people reach out that were a little bit more major, and we just told everybody hold off. Like we we're not doing anything. We got to figure out what's up with us first. And so until so we had like a definitive 
you know, we're okay right now or Matt's home or shit like that. We're like, we're not doing anything. So just chill. Yeah. And then when got Matt back home and we started, you know, we reached out, I think back to like one or two people and they just, it was old news at that point, you know? And yeah, it, it was yeah. maybe a month. He, Cause he was in the hospital for a month. So like yeah. a, like a solid, you know, between the full-time rehab he was in and the actual ICU he was in, it was about a, a month. Yeah. So you know, it, every you know how it is. News just media dropped. Oh yeah, we're... absolutely. I mean, it's well, it's the news cycle. You li- you were literally yesterday's news. Yeah. You know, and that's like yeah, yeah. So and we even, we didn't press it so. too hard. We didn't press it too hard, but uh, no. you know, it it wasn't. It was fine for us, you know. Yeah, like, we're you, like, you yeah. can't. Yeah, you can't get. You can't suddenly, you know, get a PR company ringing around going, "Hey, you know, you remember that band that got shot at? You want to talk to them?" Yeah, yeah. We yeah, had a ne- we had one negative little encounter already with one and we're just kind of like all right sorry guys oh really like yeah it it got fixed immediately but it was kind of negative and we're just like we're not doing this like you know yeah we're we're done like (laughs) i get i see how you work now i'm I'm done (laughs) you know like you're not gonna get me twice people in the in the entertainment industry it turns out they're not all on the up and up no we tried to be really careful (laughs) with that but it was It was blatant. This guy just did not interpret what I said, and I didn't like. Well, I wasn't like beating around the bush. I told him directly one thing, and he just fucked that up bad. Wow. And it's like, wow, like, <laughs> yeah. But eh, it is. It got fixed, and you know, it it's just crazy to me. After that, I was just like, mm, we got to think about this a little differently, guys. Like, well, watch for, out. Uh, the reason the reason I wanted to talk to you is because I I know what my what my listeners are like and and you know they all go to a hell of a lot of live shows and um they're primarily um British and European um I do have like North American listeners listens all around the world fuck me you know it's a podcast oh, yeah, if no. you've got an in- if you've got the internet you can get it but most of the listeners are UK and 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 Europe and and that's why you know for me this story is and personally having you know sung in bands all my life it it for me it's 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 the fact that i've played all of these shows and not only is never nothing like this ever happened it's never likely to happen either you know touch wood obviously Um, yeah i i don't wish that on anybody that that no no uh yeah never i feel like there's been a couple instances we've been like attached to like people bring up like the pantera thing or you know whatever else whatever other it's just like i I don't that's insane to me to have ever had my name or our band's name attached to any of that other incidences it's like dude like that's nuts and i don't i don't know yeah Yeah. but yeah but But for for someone like me it's not the fact that there was somebody with a gun do you know what i mean it's like i'm on i'm in little old england here you know um Uh, it's it's just but don't want to get into that you know this isn't you know i guess i guess it's a little bit more uh apparent than than we see visually like you know right yeah just can't can't be gotta be can't be too careful you know we gotta yeah you gotta assume the worst now at this point like we're in the boat where just assume anybody can have anything you never know anymore you know yeah i go through a lot of like parts of like arizona and texas and there's open carry and you'll go into a a liquor store to go buy gas or go you know buy a little snack people got guns on their hip and they're just walking around with 45 on their hip just average normal for them, you know, but really? being in California, well, it's a little bit tighter and they yeah. don't openly allow that. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's kind of like sharks, you know, it's there. You just don't see it. 
yeah it's 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 fucking bizarre is what it is you know it's like going from real world to west world and then back to real world again <laughs> yeah i it, i don't even know how to explain it sometimes i'm just like uh yeah i, I just I it, just sometimes just a couple people it's been brought up with they're like wait what happened it's like yeah. <sighs> shit well you know, the thing is though i i genuinely can think coming full circle I can see a position, I can see a time, and I'm sure you can, where, do you know what, guys? The new album's about to drop. We're all healthy. We've got through it. And do you know what? If we can get through this, we can get through fucking anything. Yeah, that's kind of where we're we're trying to all... Because, uh, you know, the last three months, I don't. we've only met up maybe four times total. Yeah, like with everybody meeting up, maybe like twice or once, and uh, it's just been scattered. Everybody's either been working or I myself have been gone for the last two weeks straight, just out right. of town. So I mean, just you know, to to have some time to be able to meet up. Like we're trying to schedule like just a barbecue right now, you know, just to kind of meet up and just kind of just some not no- some normality. Yeah, exactly. Just trying to like get some normal, yeah, back in the in our lives, you know, and. Uh, given the right now, I like I was at Matt's yesterday, and his leg is not as swollen as it's been, and uh, he's been able to just kind of move around a little bit better. But you know, his leg used to hit, dude, his leg was so big, it was yeah. I've never seen anything so uh swollen, you know, and yeah. it was like two or three times the size of his other leg. And then I went to work and came back, and it was like almost smaller. I was like, what the fuck do you do? Like, what the fuck? Like, it's got to be healing. Like, it's just taking a while. There's so much outside um, scarring, too, because he had a a major skin graft on the outside of his leg. So there's so much outer damage. I just feel like all of that had to heal up first. And now it's starting to work its way back in. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, again, well, you know, your singer's got a lot a lot to 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 get through and a lot to get over and contend with 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 his leg um yeah. and that's a that's a you know very much of an obvious physical wound um you but you, you you know you've all you've all got the kind of the mental scarring of that night and i'm sure he's you know i'm i'm sure he's battling with that as well yeah. um but also he has a family and kids and speaking as somebody who is 52 single never married never have kids um i you know i know what a benefit they can be um or rather missing out on that benefit because there's there's a you know there's a a, a foundation a family you know that you're yeah. you're part of a unit and you have to be you have to be there for them um what's your situation um i i'm just my main point is just making sure everybody all my guys are good right now like i am a single you know i just i work a lot and i focus on the band and try to like lay out a lot of the back stuff and i'm just making sure all the guys are doing good like i'll just periodically check up on them and stuff but well well you know what's coming don't you you know what's coming the next question is and who checks on you oh you know everybody does like we we all kind of like it's not just you know it's not just me reaching out to everybody. Like, yeah. I, okay. You know, yeah. You know, e- even with a bum leg, you know, Matt still has reached out to me and just talked to me and, 
you know, we'll, we'll bullshit for a few minutes or, you know, me and the bass player will go back and forth for, I don't know. Yeah. Like some of the conversations are like hour long, two hours long. Sometimes it's like, Oh man, like, all right, time to go. We got stuff to do. But, but, it, it, but that, I mean, that that's really cool to hear. And it's really important as well, because what, you know, you've got to get past that every time you speak you end up having that conversation do you know what i mean yeah it's it's popped up a lot yeah yeah i think like we got past it like for the first two months it was just like holy shit dude you know (laughs) yeah i still (laughs) can't believe what happens yeah yeah and and now it's like it pops up when it's mentioned or when somebody's talking about it, like then it becomes the subject of conversation. Or when, or but... when some cunt from England wants to rig you and talk to you about it on Zoom. Nah, you're good. <laughs> I, I, I kind of assumed, you know, like you guys don't have guns, right? You guys aren't allowed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So absolutely. it's just not, it's just not a thing there, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, the thing um, is, it's it's like I said, you know, for people in bands and for people who go to lots of gigs, um. It's it, it's it it you know it's not more it's not a morbid curiosity it's more a kind of like you yeah know, really wanting to hear uh, uh you know exactly you know what going through an experience is like this because it, it's it, it can't be imagined. So from what I'm told, it stems from a, a fight. A fight broke out, and then this ah. happened. You know, guns pulled or whatever. But we we're not aware. I mean, we were 90 seconds into our first song. I mean, yeah. it was just the first, the very first time switch very, or whatever we were, everybody yeah. was, yeah. you know, I have a mic, he, everybody was just going crazy and we, it just oh, oblivious, man. you know, with, with in-ear monitors, you know, we had everything cranked. We have the click track playing, which is all we're hearing is click, 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 click. It's like, <laughs> your brain is not functioning that where it should be. I've got nine other yeah. things happening above normal yeah. physical life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but also, you were saying about, um, you know, you're playing and like you heard a pop and then you see the muscle flashes and stuff like that. And the thing is, there's there's like part of your brain knows what you've just seen. But yeah. the other half of the brain goes, no, don't be stupid. No, yeah. for sure. I was yeah. just like, there's no fucking way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's it's the, no but they, then, then the, yeah, yeah. And then the smell hits the nose and it's like, yeah. fucking yes way. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as that smell hit that, I mean, because I was... In line, I was the farthest one back. I was against the wall, basically. I mean, it was me, Matt, our guitar player, AJ, and then our bass player was on the tiny little stage. It was like a little Oh, thing, yeah, I know, know what you mean. A kind all, of side all, stage. Yeah, yeah. All the gear was on there. The drums were back there. So there was already like preloaded gear from the other band that was supposed to play after us and some other yeah. PA stuff. So, I mean, it was just a stacked fuck. We were just like, we're not playing on there. We can't fit. So we just said, you know, stood right in front and... uh yeah, I mean, we, I, I, our guitar player was probably the closest out of the group to this incident, but I can't imagine what they're, what they're all going through too. I mean, we all have, it's crazy because we all have different sides. Like what I experienced yes. isn't yeah. quite what my drummer experienced because yeah. he was the first one out of the room or what my bass player experienced or what, you know, everybody just has this different thing happen. And like, we were all talking about like, well, what the fuck did you do? Where did you go? What happened? Like, what the fuck? Like, I, I, I would imagine that when you finish, you tell you finish telling your version of the story. They all look at you and go, "You packed your fucking guitar away? <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking yeah. crazy?" <laughs> I, I, but see, I didn't know that at the time. They're <laughs> got, like, "What'd you? Yeah, yeah. They're like, "What'd you do with your guitar? Where's your guitar?" I'm like, "I don't know." Like, 
I, I physically don't remember where it it's at. Like I, yeah, I'm like asking the cops that where it's at. Like, do you guys know? Have you seen a guitar? Like, oh, there's so many. So just, yeah, dude, that's yeah, a dumb yeah, question, yeah. dude. That's like, it. It's like also, it's a cop. It's like, well, you know, it could have been a could have been a guitar. Could have been a drum. He's, he's not gonna know. He's just like, there's yeah. a bunch of shit. He's like, dude, there's purses, there's phones, there's shit scat wallets dropped over the floor, shoes. I was like, oh god, it's a mess in there, dude. Yeah, yeah, it sounds it, man. It sounds it. Um, well, look, I, I mean, it, it's it's been great to talk to you, and I really appreciate your willingness to talk about this, Kevin. Because yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's um, it's tough. It's a tough thing to go through. And what I wanted to say was that um, I'd like to stay in touch, and and maybe in um, in two or three months we could do a catch up. Um, uh, and you know, hey, if you know, if Matt's feeling up to it, if he wants to join us as well, great. But if, if not, then we'll just do it. You know, we'll just do it between yeah. the two of us. Um, sure. Because it'd be, I, I don't want to be, ooh, it happened, got the story and then fuck yeah. off. Because yeah. I because I think from also from a, from a, I know my listeners again, and I think we want to, we want to, we want to go on this journey with you and we want to be there when this album comes out and, and, and be at the end of this journey and when the next part of your career starts. And, you know, I know myself and my listeners would want to be, you know, be with you and, and support you through that. Yeah, yeah no, I, I definitely appreciate it, man. And like, I definitely saw, I was like, I know you guys are different area. We've never, we never expanded <laughs> out that way. I mean, I, I think oh, there yeah. may be a few people out in that area, like one or two, you know, if you check those charts, <laughs> one or two, you know well look but, they uh, they will they will after this but also um yeah. i will make sure that your um that your gofundme page on or, or matt's gofundme page is it is on all of the um on the socials and everything else and yeah um, we uh we definitely been you know it took us a month to just figure out what was going on and once we actually figured out just a little bit of something you know that we we're gonna have to kind of readjust it now that we know more but yeah um yeah, yeah. it's going to stay up for a while, you know. A cool. uh, couple cool. of the people, they they did a little bit of research or they searched through our band pages and found, like, a band camp. Um, we have a band camp, and some people just dropped a couple bucks through there. I mean, maybe they bought our EP for, like, 50 bucks or something. Or there was That's just really cool, yeah. That's a couple really people, cool. like, I was actually at it. Like, I think I was doing something. I was really busy, and I got a notification saying somebody so-and-so bought, like, eight shirts. And I was like oh fuck the merch store and like <laughs> uh you know because you know brain's just not thinking that you know and yeah, i got all yeah. these notifications i was like oh shit uh i had to turn i had to close the merch store for a couple days like i i gotta <laughs> i can't even like i was like i'll get these couple orders out but like dude i don't even i don't even know if anything's updated on there like i have to fucking go through everything and i don't even know i have to clean everything and I was like, yeah. holy shit, dude. Like I, I spaced. I was like, oh, I left it open. So I just shut it down for a few weeks and then I reopened it. And I just, it was like a holy shit, dude. Like what, where the fuck are all these people coming from? Cause like, I think Revolver posted it. Metal Sucks posted it. And then it just started like, I think Metal Sucks was the first one. And then it just blew up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I look, it's cool. And then, you know, the, the metal community are going to be, um, you know, going to be you know, right behind you. And, um, uh, I, I, you know, I've, it's just yeah. a shame. You, it's just a shame you've been through this. But look, I really appreciate your time. I really, really yeah, yeah. do. And um, and like I said, let let's let's hook up in like three months or something like that, and we'll do um we'll do a catch up. 
yeah, maybe I can uh, send you one of the newer songs and you can hear some of the stuff that we've been working on. Dude, it's, uh, little, please, little please do. Please do. Look, anything you well, anything you want playing, send me a link. Uh, send me send me a link so I can download it and use it on this episode as well. Yeah, yeah, I'll send you a. Uh, I'll send you some stuff. We'll see what happens. Cool. Maybe, maybe I can get okay. a, a little mock-up or something. I don't know. We'll, we'll I see do, what happens. Look, look don't, you know, don't don't go to too much effort. Just yeah, you you're ping, ping No, I appreciate you it, man. You you've been really no cool, and no you know, I enjoyed joy bullshitting and talking with you. I mean, it's been a fun <laughs> episode, and just yeah, I, cool, I, I actually uh, I've been listening to you for a little bit now since we made contact in April. I kind of just been like popping in and checking out your couple of your shows and stuff ah, and i was right. like what last week was bjorn i was like yeah. oh dude this is awesome i gotta listen to this so oh, i've been, cool, listening, been like piping in and checking oh, it out right, and nice. like, this is cool man because i drive oh. a lot so like just be putting it on just checking it out man it's cool oh, well dude there is so much i mean you know it's like eight years worth there but anyway yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the thought of you driving to texas and back and listening and, and and listening to my podcast um Puts a smile on my face because I always like to know who's listening and where they are when they listen. Because, like, yeah, I don't know. I'm, it's a thing for I me. may be everywhere, man. I'm, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm an everywhere kind of guy. You know, I may be <laughs> Florida, maybe Texas. Never know. Cool. All right. Well, look, I'll, I'll be, right, in, I'll be in touch soon, Kevin, and we'll, um, we'll do this again. Yeah, I'll send you some stuff. Nice one. Thank you very much. All right, bro. Thank you. Take Have care, fun. man. Cheers. And that is where our chat finished. Um, I really, really, again, I don't want to say enjoyed doing it. It seems wrong. Um, but that was one of those interviews that goes to places that um, most interviews with musicians just aren't going to go. Um, I can't thank Kevin enough for his honesty. Um, some parts of that interview um i find hard to listen to listening back um it's it's very um it's still very raw for 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 kevin and and i would imagine the rest of the band as well um and hopefully i will be able to um uh, to follow up with them um and to get kevin and, and matt on the on the show again um just to see how matt's doing speaking of which there is, um, I will put a link in the description of this podcast to the GoFundMe page um, uh, for Matt's medical bills, which again, to somebody in the UK is just mind blowing that that's even a thing. But hey, you know, there we go. We've it's no, this is no perfect country over here. We've got a fair share of problems. Um, so anyway, um, that is the end of the podcast. And yeah what what an episode what an episode not the usual let's have a chat about albums and music stuff um now i know some of you will have enjoyed that and got a lot out of it i know some of you will have been a bit you know well this is what you get this is what you get with a podcast you get all sorts of different things if we just had the same old boring kind of interviews all the time then well hopefully you know my interviews never boring, but I'm sure there's I'm, I'm sure there's some that are. <laughs> Honestly, check me out. Fucking hell, what an ego. Anywho, um, here we go. It is the end of the podcast. I want to thank you all for listening. I do appreciate every single one of you. If you'd like to sign up at Patreon, that would be marvelous. Makes all the difference. It really does. And as I've mentioned again, you couldn't you couldn't be doing it at a better time if you want to pay 
in dollars from the States. Come and join the fun. We I even have some female patrons as well now. That's right, patrons. More than one female patron, which is great. And um, I'm, you know, come and join the fun. Wherever you are, whoever you are. Him, her, they, it, whatever. You, your money's all the same to me. Um, but seriously, it's... Um, Honestly, I just love doing this. I love doing it. I love doing chatting to people about all of this crazy stuff. Um, you know, music, life in general, being shot at on stage. There's there's a, an interview I never thought I would do when I started out doing this eight years ago. Absolutely mad. But um, I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, I must admit, I'm listening to the new Slipknot album at the moment. I, I, I mean, it's really, it's kind of odd the way it's, the way it's um, the track listing, it's almost like they've gone out of their way to put the stuff that um, if you like Slipknot, you're going to struggle with up the front. Um, and I was listening to it, and I was like, "Yeah, it's all right, but I, you know, it's, oh, yeah, but it's 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 not it's you know it, it it's not the Slipknot that I got into. It's not the Slipknot that you know." And then I thought, Do you know what? They haven't been that band for years, and in fact, it's hardly surprising, isn't it? Because they're not that band because that was 20 years ago and I'm not the person I was when I first listened to fucking Slipknot. We all change in various ways but for some reason when you get into a band and an album and you know and at a specific period and those albums have a specific effect on you where you're like wow this is awesome that is what you want from that band all the time. That's who they are to you. Now you might change over the years and you mature and you get older and your tastes change. But for some reason, you still want that band to just do that thing that you liked from 20 years ago. Well, you know, they've changed. They're different people. They're going to make different music. And I kind of, and I was reasoning, I was wrestling with this in my head. And, I was, then I, and then I came back to thinking, do you know what? Maybe that is why Slayer was so enduring is the fact that, yeah, do you know what? They didn't try anything different. They didn't expand. They, did, they didn't, if you like, mature. They just, I mean, they definitely got older, but um, they just, they knew what their sweet spot was and they just hammered that home. And they have that in common with ACDC. They have that in common with Motorhead, where, like, you know, this, we know why you come to us we know what you're what you want to listen to when you come to us so we deliver and then there's that you know there's the other side there's the slipknot there's the metallica who is like no we're artists and we must create and we must change and we must expand and hey none of it's right none of it's wrong it's all music but i mean i'm not really going anywhere with this i'm not really trying to make a point i guess the only point i'm making is that yeah bands change don't they I mean, that's hardly genius, is it? You knew that already. I mean, well, apologies for wasting a few minutes of your life listening to me jabbering on at the end of this podcast. Fucking hell. What a fucking state. My apologies. Howard, you are a right cunt. Anyway, go to that link, click it, and chuck Matt some money on his GoFundMe um, and see if you can help him out. I know these are hard times; they are for everybody. But if you've got a sp- if you've got a, f- a, fair, a spare few quid, then um, 
that's definitely a guy who could use some help. Um, and, I, and I don't mean to that sound like, make that sound like I'm begging or anything. It's, oh God, I'm fucking, I'm just making a fucking mess of this. The best thing is if I shut the fuck up and chat to you next time. Ah, oh, hey.